Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message by Reverend Dr. David Entry. We know you will be blessed as you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God, even as you listen. Be blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, we, we are going to call on the name of the Lord. It's important. Um, in Psalm 3, I think this is a, a, an easy scripture to remember. Psalm 3 verse 4. Okay. He said, I cried unto the Lord with my voice. Whose voice? With my pastor's voice? No, with my own voice. <laughs> I cried unto the Lord with my mother's voice. No. Nope. I cried unto the Lord with my, my friend's voice. No. No. Nope. I cried unto the Lord with my voice. Yes, 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 yes. My voice. He said, draw, draw near unto me and I'll draw near to you. So how close God gets to you has everything to do with how close you choose to get to him. He said, draw near unto me and I will draw near unto you. Right, so in number one, he said, I cried unto the Lord and he hurt me. Okay, I cried unto the Lord. And what, when you cry unto God, what does he do? Yes. I cried unto the Lord with my voice and he heard me. He heard me from his holy hills, but God will hear you. So watch this. If God is going to hear you, then why don't you give yourself to praying? Because in Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3, he says, call upon me and I will answer. I will answer. So that means that his answering is based on your calling. People who call are those who see the answer. Jesus puts it this way. Ask and ye shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. So he said, ask and it shall be given. Matthew 7, 7. Easy to remember, isn't it? Matthew 7, 7. Ask and it shall be given to you. So that means if you don't ask, you can't guarantee that to be given to you. Ask and it shall be given to you. God has given a guarantee for his people to give based on asking. And the psalmist, as we read Psalm 3 verse 4, he said that, I cried unto the Lord with my voice. I lifted my voice. Oh, Lord. Sometimes when things are going on in our lives, the way we don't like it, we find it easy to cry unto all kinds of people. Telling people to sympathize with us. Sometimes soliciting help from places that help cannot come from. I cried unto the Lord with my voice. Somebody, it's about time you tackle that issue in your life headlong. Tackle it. Tackle it in prayer. We are going to cry unto the Lord before I share something short. We can end for tonight. We, we, we are going to tackle anything in your life that does not look like God. You have to tackle it and overthrow it. In your life that looks like this is not God, this is not that doesn't glorify God, this is not good. Bible says that if God saw all he has done, Genesis chapter 1, verse 31, all he had done, and behold, it was good. God saw that everything, everything he had made, and behold, wow, it was good. So, where does that evil that is trying to ravage your family that is persisting in your life, where is it coming from? You are working with God and we have to root out anything that does not glorify God. Anything the enemy has imposed over your life to harass you, to frustrate you, to, 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 to attack you. 
prayer can deal with it. Let's say, as I told you, it's not like there are two equal forces, opposing forces in the world. No, 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 no. They are not two equal opposing forces. They are forces, all kinds of forces, just like cars. You know, cars has all kinds of engines and power. Uh, you see a car driving over there, moving over there. It might have the serious power as compared to the other ones. So when you are going to insure your car, they take into consideration the power of your car, the engine size, the power. That's why when you have smaller engine size, the insurance is not too high. <laughs> so those of you who have plans to buy eight liters, six liters car, yeah, the insurance will go to be very high because their car has power. Even natural people know that if something has power, you have to be very careful how you cover it. And God said, Satan has power, but the power he has given us is the power that can raise somebody from the dead and sit him far above principalities and powers. The power, watch this, very interesting. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 20. That power raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the heavenly places far above. He said he raised him and he said every. It raised him above, uh, far above every principality and power. Watch this. Look at verse 19. Sorry, but, 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 uh, I want you to know so that you will know what is the exceeding greatness of his power. Someone say his power. His, his power. power. Say his power. His, his power. power. So God's power is working for us. And he said, I want you to know the exceeding greatness of his power. That works towards us who believe. It's not for everybody. Those who are saying, oh, if there's God, right? No, 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 please. It's the, work, the power only works towards those who believe. So what means that? What it means that as soon as you believe, something is working towards you. You have to now work with it. Something, power is working towards you. And then it says that according to, uh, uh, according to the working of his mighty power. And then he goes to the verse 20, says that this is the power which he worked, he displayed when he raised Jesus from the dead and set him, and set him at his right hand in the heavenly places. The next verse says, far above principalities and what? Powers. That means there are other powers. But this power raised Christ far above the other powers. Principality and power, they are far below the power that is working towards you. Hallelujah. Amen. We want to exercise God's power. We are going to pray. I don't know. Please don't take that issue about your health for granted. Tackle it, tackle, tackle it. Tackle it in prayer it in prayer. Handle it in prayer. Don't take it lightly. What is going on with your marriage? So it normally comes. This is not one of the normal times. And what I like is when we come together in fasting, it means that somebody's breakthrough has come. Yes. Oh, it's, it's key. Fasting is a key. The key of fasting is a master key. There's no door that fasting and prayer backed or done in faith. There's no door that you can open. It's a master key. Master key opens all the doors. So that means that that situation going on in your family, in your life, in your health, in your marriage, in your finances, whatever it is, your career, your studies, whatever it is, when we get the chance to fast and pray, it means that you have been handed an opportunity to overturn the, the negative verdict Amen. in the situation. 
So back to Psalm 3 verse 4, he said, I cried unto the Lord with my voice and he heard me. So when you cry unto the Lord, what does he do? He hears. So God. He hears you. When I cried unto what did God do when I cried unto him? He heard me. How many of us want God to hear you? Yes, 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 yes. That means that you have to cry to the Lord yes. with your voice, not her voice, not his voice, but with your voice, number one. Number two, when you look at Exodus, uh, sorry, Joshua chapter 24, verse 7. In Joshua chapter 24, verse 7, an interesting scripture there. He said, and when they cried unto the Lord, God himself came down and put darkness between, he said, and he put dark, when, when they cried, he came and put darkness between you and the Egyptians. This is when the Egyptians were coming to attack them. And the Egyptians were more powerful and brought the sea upon the Egyptians and covered them. And your eyes have seen what I have done in, uh, done in Egypt. And you dwell in the wilderness a long season. What he's trying to say is that the people cried out unto the Lord and the Lord came down and put darkness between Egypt and them. So Egypt couldn't see them. <laughs> they were just so close, but easy Egypt couldn't see them. Why? Because God came to protect. May God put darkness between you and coronavirus. God put darkness between you and every evil news that wants to come to your family. Why? How did God do it? When they cried unto the Lord. So number one, when you cry unto God, he hears you. Number two, when we cry unto the Lord, he comes down to do something about the situation. Yes to protect us, to preserve us. Number three, Exodus chapter 15, verse 25. And Moses cried unto the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree, which when he had cast, uh, cast into the waters, the waters were made sweet. In fact, they got to a place, they were trying them, it's called Mara. The water was bitter. They couldn't drink the water, and people were dying. Oh God, and Moses cried unto the, ah, look at what is going on in your life. And he says that, and the people, my men, they go to Moses, what shall we drink? Because the water was bitter. And Moses cried out unto the Lord, look at what is going on in your life. Mm. Cry out unto God about it. Cry out. You are complaining and all that. Some people you are telling them, some people who, uh, to whom you are complaining, it don't make any difference. Mm -hmm. Cry Amen. unto the Lord. And you know what? Some of us, you need a certain idea. You need to understand something. You need to know something. God must show you what to do. God, Moses cried unto the Lord and the Lord showed him. When you cry unto the Lord, he hears, he hears you. When you cry unto the Lord, he comes down to, to, to put something that will make your enemies not be able to locate you. Do something about the enemy situation. Number three, when you cry unto the Lord, he will show you something. He's about to show you your future husband, your future wife. Yeah. I'm not sure. Should I propose to this one? Should I go this way? God will show you something. He will show you what to apply, which job to apply for. He will show you which course to focus on. He will show you which of the houses to choose. He will show you what to do, what to say. As you go to the interview, this is what you should. As you're preparing for the exam, he will show you focus on this area. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. And then finally, Judges chapter 3, Judges chapter 3, verse 9. Thank you, Lord. Judges chapter 3, verse 9 says, And when the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, 
the Lord raised up. Ah, Jesus. Listen, God is about to raise a deliverer. Thank you, the Lord. The Lord, the Lord raised a deliverer to, uh, to the children of Israel who delivered them. Your Othniel is coming. Thank you, Lord. Othniel was a result of prayer, crying unto the Lord. Yes. Listen, God will do something about your case, okay? Amen. He will do something. When you cry out, maybe you've got, you've got an application in a certain office. You are waiting for them to offer you the job or offer you the uh, uh, loan or the mortgage, something. When you cry out to the Lord, suddenly, when somebody in the office and a, a senior person will take the case and feel, why, why have, uh, feel like, why haven't we done anything? No, let's do it for the person. Mm-hmm. About 20 years ago, I applied for a certain job. You know, when you're looking for a job, you apply quite a few for a few. I didn't hear from them. Several months later, I had a, I had a, a call. When I had a call, they said, um, we saw your application. Are you, David? I said, yeah. They said, we saw your application and... Are we are you interested? Are you still interested in the job? I said yes, absolutely. They said okay. When can you start? I said I want to start now. They said okay. Come tomorrow. Come tomorrow for induction. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I went, they, the the manager said we are so sorry. There was somebody who was handling the applications, and he put your application somewhere. He was fired. Last week, and when we were going through, we saw your application. We realized that you are the one we want. Oh my God! Oh, May God raise a deliverer for you. Oh, In the name of Jesus. Years ago, my pastor said some a story, very interesting, very interesting story. He said there was a guy. He was he wanted to try, travel to I think America or UK. And he was going for interview for visa. When he went, he presented all his documents. And those, those years ago, those days, things were not that electronic. He has presented everything. And the man looked through his documents, looked through his document, and then he decided, no, 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 I'm going to refuse you. And the, the guy who was up, uh, applying uh, the, the candidate said, please, please. He said, no, I refuse you. No, I refuse you. And so he said, he took the stamp. You know, they have two stamps. Yeah. Sometimes when you go to border, they have two stamps. One, yeah, he was. He took the stamp to stamp no, and then then when he took the stamp, he was going to take the stamp or something like that. And then he had a phone call, and his phone was ringing. So he said, "Excuse me." He picked the call, and then when he picked the call, apparently he was fighting with his wife before he left the house. Wow! And so you know, his wife, his wife has seen more evidence to attack him. So his wife chased him at work and called him and started started accusing him and the man was so upset he also argued the wife and banged the phone and so he came to the desk man he said yeah i told you no the guy said please he took the stamp no no he has taken the yes one and stamp yes <laughs> <laughs> take your passport and go i'm telling you god will raise a deliverer for you raise a deliverer for you amen the man's wife was the man's deliverer. Yeah. <laughs> the applicant, the, the, the authorities, the guy who was a visa officer, his wife delivered the man. God has a way of raising a deliverer for you. Thank and how does he do when you cry on his name? I say, God will raise a deliverer for amen. you. Amen. Raise a deliverer for you. If you amen. say amen, if you are saying amen, say it properly. Amen. amen.
God who raised a deliverer. How did he raise a deliverer? They cried on him. In, so that's Judges chapter 3, verse 9. They cried unto the Lord, and the Lord raised a deliverer. Look at verse 15. Judges chapter 3, verse 15. Verse 15 says that, but when the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, the Lord raised up, raised them up a deliverer. You see, God is used to raising deliverers, but sometimes you don't know. It can be a deliverer in your, in your university. It can be a deliverer in your neighborhood, at your workplace, somewhere in the hospital. You don't know. God can raise a deliverer. I can tell you stories upon stories of people who God has raised deliverers for, but time is not on my side. And when you look at Judges chapter 6, I like this one, verse 6 to 8. This is easy to remember, isn't it? Six, Judges 6, 6. And Israel was greatly impo- impoverished because of the Midianites. And the children of Israel cried. Did you see that? Why are you impoverished and you are not crying unto the Lord? You are crying unto everybody but the Lord. And when it comes to the Lord, you have outsourced your crying. You are letting somebody cry unto the Lord for you. Say one for me. Say, no, this is not the time for you. Let, to let someone say one for you. <laughs> cry unto the Lord with your own voice. <laughs> Hallelujah. So he says that, and the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. Look at verse 7. And it came to pass, when the children of Israel cried unto the Lord because of the Midianites, what happened? Verse 8. Then the Lord sent, oh my God. Then the Lord sent a prophet. So the prophet was an answer to their crying unto the Lord. When you cry unto the Lord, he hears you. When you cry unto the Lord, he, 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 uh, he comes down to put darkness between your enemies and you. When he cried out to the Lord, he shows you wondrous things. He shows you answers that you didn't know. When you cry unto the Lord, he sends a deliverer and he sends a prophet. I don't know which one you are looking for, but let your cry determine what you want. You want to pray and lift up your voice and commit your future. Commit the issue. Commit, cry unto God. Some of you, you are believing God to move homes and things are being delayed. You are believing God to get for a new job, and they tell you they finish the interview a month. They haven't called you. They say, well, You'll hear from us. What's going on? Cry unto the Lord. Somebody ready to cry unto the Lord? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Say, Oh Lord. Oh, oh Lord. Lord. I cry unto your name. I cry unto your name. I cry unto you, O oh Lord. I cry unto you, O oh Lord. Because I know that when I cry unto you, you will hear me. You will hear me. You will come down. You will show me. And you will raise a deliverer for me. You will send a prophet for me. Oh Lord. Arise. On my behalf. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Everyone who believes, shout a living amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank God for using his servant, Reverend Dr. David Entry, to share this awesome word. If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen at caris.org. Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Caris Ministries. Stay blessed.